Hi, this is Glenn Ginsberg and Arvind Jayram from, uh, from The Q. We're a uh, LA-based influencer marketing agency. Um, and uh, our friend and past colleague, uh, Andrew Canfee, has asked us uh, to uh, look at his uh, latest issue of uh, Influencer Weekly, which we read uh, on a weekly basis anyways. Um, but this time, add some comments if we have some. So, uh, Arvind, are you... Uh, are you ready for this? Yeah, I'm all caught up. Okay, so. all right, let's take a look. First thing opens up actually with a sponsorship uh, from Open Influence. Uh, they did a little mini doc on uh, on fraud and everything you need to know. Uh, I think they did a great job in, uh, in kind of detailing the issues uh, around fraud. Uh, completely agree that as more money is flowing into uh, influencer marketing space, there's more, um, you know, impetus for, for fraudsters. Yeah. I mean, it's just like every, it, the same thing's happening with influencer marketing that happens with every advertising, uh, not platform, but every type of advertising, right? There's like fraud involved. So as it becomes bigger, there's just ways for people to find ways to get around the system. Yeah. Um, and, and we get this question in the marketplace all the time about fraud as well as buying views. Um, you know, how do we work around that? And I think um, influence, Open Influence has, you know, good, uh, they represent those answers really well for a novice. Are you calling Open Influence a novice? <laughs> no, not them <laughs> being novice, but- I'm, I'm just kidding, I'm just For kidding. people in the industry. Yeah, well, I mean, look, um, uh, you know, fortunately, you know, in our experience, um, you know, knock on wood, we haven't really, uh, it hasn't impacted us. And I think a lot of that has to do with, um, with, with our processes. Um, yeah. Um, you know, and, and, you know, and I think that, that really when fraud started to come on in the marketplace, it was kind of with the emergence of, of, of these kind of these self-serve platforms that, that aim to directly connect brands directly with creators, um, you know, and and then serving as the middleman. And in that case, you know, I think that that we found a lot of people who would put in information, and did, you know, and, and this with the early iterations, I'm sure these platforms have and will get better. Um, but we definitely saw kind of an emergence of of, of fraud from those, um, which I think really still, at least today, it becomes really important that that. That that the middlemen, right? And for all intents and purposes, that's what we are. Uh, we do feel like you know we add some creativity and some other aspects to it, but it is really a key component that they, that, that 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 these facilitators you know play in ensuring that the campaigns are authentic, are effective, that the views or whatever the KPIs are are accurate and um, and are really you know providing benefits uh, uh, for the brands. I wonder, like, how fraud will take place on TikTok. Like, that's one thing I keep thinking about, right? Like, on a new platform. Like, TikTok's great right now because I don't think there's any fraud. Mm. Um, so I, but I don't know. But I wonder how it'll happen on that platform, how people will figure out to get more followers. And, and But right now, it's a great platform because I don't think we have to think about that. Just in general, too, I think um, another thing that, that I think that that we've transitioned from you know i think for a little while we were looking closely and uh, engaging with some of the the long tail influencers 
Um, but we've kind of seen that that these kind of these more unknowns, um, you know, there's there could be more of an, a tendency to fall into a, a, a fraudulent trap. So we've somewhat um, have shied away from kind of the long tail influencers. And, you know, and despite some of the engagement bump you might get uh, from, you know, from from these smaller creators, um, we found that working with kind of these more established creators are just just more reliable. And just, yeah, and making sure you know the influencers and curating the list for the clients really carefully. And like you said before, looking at people who really represent the community. I think those are important things. And that's kind of how, you know, that's where we come in and make sure that things like that don't happen. Absolutely. Um, all right. Uh, we'll see next on the list. Uh, uh, Influencer Weekly. Uh, Mary Meeker. Mary Meeker. What's your oh, takeaway? God. So daunting, um, but I think the cu the couple of things that stood out to me here was, um, I, I mean, these are in general, not just for influencer marketing, but um, that uh, seven out of the top ten companies now are tech companies. Hmm. Um, that's kind of interesting um, fact. And then um, e-commerce is now fifteen percent of retail sales. And then another interesting point was um, customer acquisition costs were going up um, for advertisers. So um, uh, Meeker was saying, find cheaper ways to acquire uh, uh, customers, um, like doing free trials, things like that. And you see that a lot. I don't know whether you've noticed, but like on Facebook, I've been seeing a lot of uh, companies, most of those direct-to-consumer companies offering free trials rather than uh, you know sending like smaller samples out for free just to get you started on the on trying their product another article on here uh, for um, Estee Lauder and they focus a lot on influencer marketing and brand ambassadors and um, more and more of their business becoming e-commerce so you know getting influencers to showcase a product or do a tutorial and then having them click through to um, purchase or uh, so that's becoming they're doing a great job of like really curating that as well as having brand ambassadors so they don't have to have as many you know brick or mortar uh, stores I mean my quick take I, I, I didn't go as deep um, you know my just quick take was that is that you know that we're seeing so much growth and time spent on digital media. Um, one, and two, the tools for individual creators are more robust. You know, she mentions better Wi-Fi, better cameras, etc. Um, you know, and, and this just further powers these new creators to cement, you know, relationships directly with their fans. And that's really, you know, it's that's really where the creator influencer con you know, economy has been born. You know, it's it's really, you know, been the this, this disintermediation of the media company who used to own all the relationships with the consumers. Um, now we have all of these creators that have this, this, this direct relationship and they're, you know, constantly outpacing, you know, and just related to that Estee Lauder article, you know, they're outpacing these larger organizations, even if it's just by talking to a webcam. So, um, you know, these creators are just, especially these direct connections with their fans, with consumers. Uh, is extremely valuable for brands and, you know, and it's extremely, uh, you know, all, you know, the, the Mary Meeker report says to me is that we're in the right business. You know, uh, our business has been 
growing so rapidly and there's just going to be even more expansion uh, as brands, um, uh, you know, one, you know, need to get in the content that their fans, that their consumers, you know, love and share and, um, and trust, right? And, that's the and, part and of, it. of course, and trust. Uh, and, you know, and two, you know, as these companies not only need to get in there, but they also have to do it effectively. And that's where a company like the Cube comes in to find those creators and then also making sure what they create is beneficial for the brand. Um, well, so that's my quick take on, on Mary Meeker. Um, we talked a little about Estee Lauder. Let's go down. Interesting people. Uh, well, um, I read two of these. I read uh, The Kid Influencers. Yeah. You need to know. I learned um, Ryan's Toys Review's last name. I didn't, <laughs> okay. I didn't know what it was. All right. What <laughs> is it? That was interesting. Uh, Kaji? Kanji? Kaji? I think. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't learn it all the way, I guess. Just, uh... um, yeah, you know, it, it, I, in truth, I only, you know, um, well, we've only, at the queue, we've only worked with uh, one one kid influencer on the list, uh, Evan Tube, um, for an awesome campaign. He did such a great job, um, you know, and, and I think, you know, of the two, the two big ones were Ryan's Toy Review and, uh, and Evan Tube. Um, you know, the other more kind of, uh, uh, I think, Instagram-based influencers um, who, who uh, you know, and I believe some of them have come to, uh, you know, when you do some kind of like influencer events for studios or things like that, um, you know, I've seen a few of them, but the, the two big ones are, are those two. Uh, they're the real deal. You know, um, all I can say about with Evan Tube, uh, and I know from Ryan too, is that they're really professional. Uh, they really work hard to understanding the brand um, and, you know, figuring out a way to incorporate their messaging into the episodes, which is content, which isn't an ad, which feels like content. Um, which isn't, I shouldn't say it's, not, it's an ad, but it's not like a direct sell. It's not a direct pitch. Well, like the video that we did for, with him for Nutjob. Right. right. It's like, I mean, it's like a, um, um, it's like a integration with his whole family. And it's, it's, a, um, a, what do you call it? A, what's the course called? Obstacle course. Obstacle course. Yeah. Right. It's an obstacle course and they really get into it and it really relates to the movie, um, you know, that was, I think before I started working here, that was like one of the things that you sent over for me to see. And I thought it was a really powerful piece. It was pretty cool, well done. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, you know, kid influencers, I, I don't know what to say. I mean, I think these are, this list was okay. Um, I think there's a lot more that, yeah. are, that are even bigger and like the Ninja Kids or, you know, who Ninja Kids TV. With, yeah, who we've worked with who've gotten uh, tons of views on their uh, videos, which, which you know, they weren't featured on here. I wonder why. But And a lot of these are Instagram ones that are a little bit more cute, maybe, right? Like they well, a, they're a little bit more. I mean, look, I think in all cases, right, uh, it's, it's the parents who are driving this business. Right. You know, but you see with, like, you know, Ryan and Evan, more of, um, you know, the kids' participation. Um, you know, and I think, I know, and I know, you know, firsthand, too, that, you know, that, that 
you know, the other challenge with kid influencers is that, you know, they get older. <laughs> and so I know that, that, uh, that some of these young creators and their families are like, okay, you know, and we've seen it. We've, we've worked with kid influencers in the past who, who just, you know, got older and, and there's a ton of competition out there. And so look, we really, you know, you know, and again, something about the queue is that, you know, we position ourselves as influencer agnostic, brand first, influencer agnostic. So even though, you know, over, over our time, um, and I've been doing this for, God, over 10 years now, um, you know, we've had many creators who wanted to uh, have us manage them. Uh, and, you know, we've, we've, we've kept to true to kind of what we do. And, and, you know, we never want to be in a position where we're trying to force a specific creator onto a brand because we represent them. So, you know, you know, as, as great as some of these creators are, uh, there are always new upcoming or other creators that are popping at certain times. And the real trick and the real challenge is to, is to find them at the right time with the right formats to really maximize the impact. Um, and so, yes, would I work with Evan Tube again? Absolutely. Would I work with Ryan's Review? Absolutely. The other kids on there? Sure. If it's the right, if it's the right uh, um, opportunity for them. Um, but we really try and remain flexible and really pick and choose talent based on, on, on specific uh, brand objectives. Um, I don't know anything else with kids. And we do a lot of kids business. I mean, um, a lot of it's studio business from DreamWorks to um, Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers to Sony, etc. Uh, so, um, so yeah, we are we are very um, well steeped in this in this in this industry. Saskatoon Transit issues a request for proposal for a social media influencer campaign. Uh, yeah, I mean, it makes a ton of sense for, uh, uh, you know, I think that, that, you know, I was listening to an NPR uh, spot the other day about uh, uh, a restaurant uh, in, uh, uh, in Chinatown, which uh, I guess offers extremely spicy wings and tons of YouTubers come and, and film themselves eating these wings and it drives uh, so much viewership right. or so much, so, so much foot traffic. Uh, it's, it's, it's absolutely accurate that... Uh, that that creators can drive local foot traffic to stores and uh it's great that uh, saskatoon is <laughs> getting on board um uh to to you know drive awareness and uh, interest in in their transit system and so, they should do that <laughs> yes um uh the most popular social media networks each year gloriously animated did you see it uh i looked at the article but i didn't see did you watch the, the animation? Oh, no, I didn't watch the video. Super cool. I especially like the music track. It just, uh, the music, you guys, if you haven't uh, looked at that article, just check it out just for the music. It gives it such gravitas. And, um, and it was great to see kind of the rise and fall of, uh, of all of these uh, 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 social networks. Um, uh, God, especially Facebook. But, you know, the one that, uh, you know, and I think that Arvin mentioned earlier, uh, it was great to see the rise of TikTok at the end. Um, you know, I, I, the queue in particular, you know, we saw the, the, the potential value of that platform um, and its emergence is early. I think we, our first TikTok campaign we did for DreamWorks Trolls back in, uh, in 2016. So back when it was musically, 
uh, before it was rebranded, uh, before it was bought by ByteDance and, um, and before uh, it became TikTok. Uh, and it, you know, the platform was great. It's the, you know, the, the engagement uh, and, and the opportunity for um, the community to create content around a brand uh, is, 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 is unbelievable. Um, some of the stats on these campaigns that we do are, um, are uh, really are stand apart. Um, but so, uh, so yes, the rise of TikTok has been great. And again, since we've been doing it, you know, there's no other agency that's done more large scale campaigns on the platform than, than Q. Yeah. Um, something that, that we're super proud about. And I think with the plot, I mean, the platform re really makes it fun for the influencers and the users to, I mean, to create user generated content, right? It's like you're, it's not like any other platform in that, in those terms. Yeah, user participation. So that's kind of fun. The yeah. Engagement. Yeah, I mean, it, it just seems like you know, and I, I kind of use this line often is that like if if YouTube, where ninety nine percent of the content is created by one percent of the audience, uh, is kind of flipped with uh, with TikTok, where and influencers play a really important role, right? You do have certain creators that have twenty, even thirty million followers on TikTok, you know, but when they create a piece of content. People just don't watch it. They then are inspired by it and instantly create their own. And so, you know, we've had campaigns where we've had hundreds of thousands of UGC videos created, generating millions and millions of views uh, that all incorporate, you know, our, you know, the brand that we're working with. And so, um, we can, you know, we plan to continue these. We're already doing several right now, and several more in the hopper. So, um, so if you haven't checked out the platform, uh, you should. Um, I think that's kind of all the time we have. Okay. So well, there you go. Well, so Andrew Canfi, thank you so much. Yeah. Um, thanks. Thanks, Andrew, for having us on here. He's doing an amazing job with uh, Influencer Weekly. Truly, it's like one of the only uh, influencer marketing newsletters I read. Maybe the only one. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Has everything you need. Yeah. Right. Uh, so thank you, and uh, and uh, that's it. All right. Bye. Bye.